the land of Faerun, a land of magic and monsters, where treasure and danger lie behind every corner, a land in desperate need of heroes. Instead, we got these assholes. Which one of you is Kevin Buttercup? We can probably talk about our OTPs. You see, a mommy horse and a daddy horse. Nobody makes me bleed. These guys are really easy to kill. Try to keep one alive. Somebody wanted me to come and appraise their giant black sword. This is the worst orgy ever. Join our bumbling protagonists as they try not to die and maybe save the world in the process. Welcome to Tragic Missile. Uh, okay, uh, how do we start this one? Because uh, we did all the introductions in session zero, so I guess... I don't know, I'm not the fucking dungeon master. <laughs> oh, snap! Oh, shit! That's gonna Throw stay in, right? I, I, think you, I think you just describe a place where some of us are meeting our Craigslist contacts. Oh yeah, this is, well yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all here in the starter, starter thing. I'm just wondering, do we want to just... Go in with that. Just go right into it. Let's just dive right in. I think. All right. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, oh, do we want to do like say, oh, hi, audience listening. Welcome to bubble. Welcome to Tragic Missile. There we go. I don't go, care or... a flip about the audience. I just want a D and D. All right. All right. You know. Let's. All right. Fine. Fine. Yeah. They 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 paid their dime. They know what they're getting into. If they saw the warnings and still downloaded this that's all their fault yeah mm-hmm. all right are you are you saying uh, our podcast where we claim to not know what we're doing is starting with us not knowing what we're doing we're on brand. shocking so check we're good all right fuck it we'll do Come it on, live guys, it's go time here we go let's go in the city of Neverwinter, a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker asked you to bring a wagon load of provisions to the rough and tumble settlement of Phandalin, a couple days' travel southeast of the city. Gundren was clearly excited and more than a little secretive about his reasons for the trip, saying only that he and his brothers had found something big, and that he'd pay you ten gold pieces each for escorting his supplies safely to Barthen's Provisions, a trading post in Phandalin. He then set out ahead of you on horse, along with a warrior escort named Sildar Hallwinter, claiming he needed to arrive early to take care of business. You've spent the last few days following the high road south from Neverwinter, and you've just recently veered east along the Tribor Trail. You've encountered no trouble so far, but this territory can be dangerous. Bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk along the trail. All right, so yeah. I'm, the stage um, is set. You're you're on the tri- You have headed onto the Tribor Trail from the High Road, and are making your way to Phandalin. So we're gonna need to take a right at some point. Yeah. Uh, well, later on, like however many left. miles. Okay. Us. Cool. Oh, I see. Okay. Cool. Who's got the map? Uh, it's not me. I didn't have it. I do. I'm not a map person. Yeah. Right. A- Sorry. I've got it. I'm a so, stab person. I stab things. That's my. I'm. 
on stab mm-hmm. things. Uh, I, I'm, I'm more of a slash person myself. Oh, really? Are you um, like uh, Kirk Spock, or are you more of a? Like, <laughs> are you uh, into the Wincest, or what are you into? <sighs> oh, oh boy! Uh, <laughs> and I hit you with the face. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, oh, Jesus not, Christ! I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure that I, I know you well enough to get into all of that yet, but uh. Let's 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 uh, hold on to that question, and uh, we we could talk about that later, I guess. Uh, oh, oh, jeez. I it's going to be a long walk. We can probably talk about our OTPs. <laughs> so okay. so so uh, you two are obviously sitting next to each other or walking next to each other, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, so do we need to do like? Our marching order, like who is at the front of the wagon, who's inside the wagon, who's behind the wagon, all that stuff. Yeah, you guys can settle that now. Like who's leading the wagon, and then I'll, who, I'll, where I'll walk in front of the wagon. Um, I guess yeah. I can follow the wagon from behind. Then yeah. I think be as far away as possible from whatever conversation was just going on. <laughs> I think you'll want to be like sitting on the wagon then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'll I'll be right next to him. Elias will just be sitting right next to him and just kind of just like chilling and hanging out and being like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't particularly I... want to be that close to Duke or Elias yet because I'm not sure they recognize me yet. They haven't said anything about it, and the less chance I can give them to realize things, the longer I'm the it's it's going to make things much nicer for Ebenhart. Duke and Elias have been just talking about how this was supposed to be an this was supposed to be an adventure e like not this type of adventure but like with women yeah men and all like, sorts I, of races did did we pick the wrong tree again I mean I'm not very good at IDing them to be honest no, it it was the right tree it specifically said orgy in Fandolin mm, mm. but. Are you, are you sure that's what it was? Particular? How was it spelled? Because I don't. Well, oh, never mind. <sighs> Spelling's not a not a thing, but it was specifically <laughs> orgy. And these guys okay. don't look very orgy. Yeah, no, they don't. Just that was a tor- This is Craig's fault. Yeah, did you do something to him? I think he. Why is he so mad at you? He knows what he did. Yeah, you keep saying that. I'm, I'm not... Yeah, and he you know still what? knows you know what, what he did. That's between you two. That is none of my business. All right, Eben Hart can't take this anymore. He just sort of wanders up closer, and he's like, look, if you don't understand how to use Craig's lists, it's really simple. I mean, are you sure it didn't say Ogre in Fendelin? That would make a lot more sense for what we're doing here. I think I know the difference between Orgy an ogre, and the difference between ogre, orgy. Made that mistake once, not happening again. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Isn't it really, I mean, it's O-R-G-Y versus O-G-R-E, right? So, I mean, there's, it's pretty much the same word. It's just slightly different in the way that it's arranged, right? Are, are you the grammar police? No, I just 
I'm, I'm I had pretty good. Uh, that'd be more spelling than grammar. It's uh, I mean, grammar is like the way that sentences are constructions and the use of punctuation and all that. Well, you know, spelling's just spelling. So this is the worst orgy ever. Okay then. <laughs> and that on that note. Let's move on to the next part of the adventure. Oh, uh, wait, can we roll to see if we recognize Eben? Oh, would that, yeah, would that be like an insight check? Yes. We should probably tell the listeners what is going on here. Yeah, so let's, we should set a little stage here for, for, so. Okay, um, so slash fiction is when people see, like, fictional <laughs> characters. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, um, my character went to school with Duke and Elias, who are the, uh, the chummy ones sitting on the wagon together. Uh, but at the time I was a very, very different person. I was, uh, I was going by the common version of my name, which my, don't, my, don't, don't reveal it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on uh, to that shit. The, we'll the direct... That. The direct, uh, the direct translation for my name is Ebenhart Nightbringer, and so that is what I am going by now. I am a half tiefling, half uh, drow. So um, I am a creature of the night, except for the bit where I'm not, and I have a dark brooding past, which mainly consists of not actually having a dark brooding past, which bothers me to no end. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our insight and see if we recognize this guy from, yes, yes. from prep school. Alrighty. Oh. Nope. Duke oh. is self-centered with a three. Oof. Insight, right? Yeah. Oh, I have no modifiers to that. Oh, boy. You can still mad it. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. pretty good. What that is the DC cool. on it? Uh, I would say given how much uh, uh, Ebonheart has changed... Uh, that it's probably that's just a little bit higher than that. Uh, DCs are uh, ten for easy, fifteen for moderate, and then twenty for hard. And I would say it's uh, just under twenty. So I would say Elias oh. can Elias probably recognizes like the face. It's like I've seen your face before. Like a something something face? is familiar about this. Exactly, uh, deja vu. Carol makes a good point to uh, re- remind everyone to actually say the numbers we get out loud. Oh, right, yes. That was an insight Not... of 18. So, yeah, uh, I would say that's about... And by Carol, I mean Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her character name as the thing, yeah. so... <laughs> uh, oh, uh, she just suddenly becomes Mariah Carey. I just, I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> Okay, so that, that'd be like an eighteen nineteen DC, I believe. So yeah, you don't fully recognize uh, Ebenhart from before, right. but you yeah. do like know you 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 see this person. Yeah, before. I look at him. Go, you know, you, you look a little bit familiar. You're gonna be looking Where a little you... closer. I try to get up in his face, just a little bit. Like you just um, look familiar. You sure we haven't but, met you before? Are you um, sure we haven't slept with you before? Yeah. 
I am definitely sure that I have never laid with either of you. Mm, here, Laura. Right. <laughs> <It's>, okay. Uh, <laughs> though you'd be surprised, because the things that I keep getting from Craig's list thing, they're all, like, every time I try and go out for a simple adventure, I always wind up getting sent on these horrible, like, weird sex things. It's always, it's very... Ugh. So that's uh, why I that's... was wondering about what you were saying, because, like, I always get sent on these, like, you know, I I answer these ads where they're, like, looking for a big strapping man to come and it turns out that it's totally not. Like, somebody wanted me to come and appraise their giant black sword. And, you know, that's me. I'm a creature of the night. I happen to have a black sword of my own. And yeah, I, went to look at their, I, I went to look at their black sword, and uh, that was... That was probably, you know, I mean, at the very least, a short sword. It was not. <laughs> at this point, Duke is like hitting, hitting Elias in the arm. I told you, Craig is fucking with us. I think it's like the opposite of what he does to us. He's a bastard. I hate right. Craig so much. At okay. this point, Doug is just going to be like off on his own. Like, what have I gotten myself into with these people? He's burning the wagon on us. He's like, oh, I'm done. Okay. And Xavier's just walking up front. Like, okay, you guys can have a conversation. I don't know these people. I'm just here for the money. It's like, these guys were strangers like two hours ago, so. Well, actually, uh, that about that, here we go. Uh, on to the next part of the adventure. You've been on the Tribor Trail for about for about half a day, so you're about a couple days worth. You've known each other for at least two days now. Okay. As you come around a bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead of you, blocking the path. Each has several black feathered arrows sticking out of it. The woods press close to the trail here, with a steep embankment and dense thickets on either side. I mean, black feathers are kind of my aesthetic, but uh, (laughs) I don't suppose any of you magic people are like necromancers or anything. If you could get those horses off the road, that'd be real handy. No. No. I vote we go back to Neverwinter. Yeah, there's like pubs there, some brothels. I mean like ten gold apiece. Is that what it was? I don't know if it's worth it. I right. shit ten gold uh, every Thursday. Why would you guys come? Yeah, I know, you really need to see back around right away. That too. It, I, I don't understand why we've been doing this for two days if you just gonna Well while they're all talking venture. I'm Xavier's going to walk up to the horses and start looking at them, even though he has no skills in that. They're obviously not here for the right reasons. Uh, Xavier rolled me a, uh, what is it? Inspection? Uh, investigation. Investigation. Could I get away with a nature? I have nature. Uh, I mean, they were shot with arrows. That's, yeah, this is more unnatural. all right. All nature right. is more for like identifying species of plants or animals. It, you're trying to see what what happened here, so you're yeah, okay. you're looking into. Let's see what we get. Uh, I want to give an investigation. Oh, and that was a D10. Hey, hey so like, guys. Yep. I, uh, ah, I think they're dead. Dead horses. All right. So. The seasoned, the seasoned adventurer uh, uh, Ebenhart 
walks over and carefully starts poking the horses and he pulls one of the arrows out and looks at it and I rolled an 18 on my investigation. All right. Nice. Uh, the saddlebags have been looted. Nearby lies an empty leather map case. So yeah, you're it's dead horses and anything that anything that you know, anything of value was t- was torn away and the horses have been left to rot in the in the road. Oh, beautiful. This is the part where Ev- you guys Evan had what did the you better, find? Had the better findings, so he's the one who's got to report it. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is, I'm gonna say, uh, probably not good. Uh, these horses have definitely been killed, and they uh-huh. were killed. Mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. Uh, they were killed with arrows. That's my oh. theory: is that they were killed with these arrows here. Because normally horses do not have arrows sticking out of them. It's uh, it's uh, it's definitely a thing that you know. It's like not a natural thing for a horse. They don't just suddenly sprout arrows. Usually, uh, someone also, puts them there. That tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Also, somebody okay. has uh, robbed the horses of everything that they had. Which, I mean, I didn't even know horses could have possessions, but uh, they apparently have robbed these horses of everything they had, including a map, or uh, possibly some other big piece of paper, because it's a big, big piece of paper rolly thingy, like you'd put a map in. Well, I mean, I maybe have, I have a theory. Maybe they that just had it was the riders, of their famous horse, but. I, I have a theory that it was the writers who had the stuff. Yeah, I'm going to go with that guy. And also, writers aren't dead in the street. So... What do you think they where, wrote? Where are they? Uh, could they have read each other? Uh, oh, Eddie, uh, um, that's uh, something entirely different. You see, a mommy horse and a daddy horse. I will point out, I have an intelligence and a wisdom of ten. (laughs) So, (laughs) there is some stuff I'm really good at and some stuff I'm really bad at. (laughs) As you guys are talking, everybody uh, everybody in the party, so uh, Elias, Duke, Mm. Xavier, Thogan, and and Ebonhard, roll me a perception check. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a fourteen. Big old eleven. Big old. I got seven. a four. Oh. I got a nineteen. Okay. All so, right, uh, so Ebonheart is perceptive. Uh, so. But dumb. Okay, so uh, Thogan, you don't hear anything. Uh, Duke, this this doesn't happen. You know, the only one to really catch. On what's going on is Ebonheart, who, thanks to one of the goblins rolling a five, is just like crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> and you hear him crunching through the through the brush, and you can hear the other guys going like, damn it, Jim. <clears throat> what? Yo, damn it, Jim, why do we have to bring your cousin Eddie along? You know he's not... You know, Jim, Jim is guy. the name you're gonna pick for this guy. I I go for Jim because of uh, 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 Bones McCoy. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. My <laughs> my mind immediately hears damn it and thinks damn it, Jim. Yeah. Fair enough. 
My mind here's Jim, and I think of Jim, who's in this Skype call right now with us. <laughs> you know, I didn't even do it! <laughs> he gets the reference. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Ebenhardt, you have heard Cousin Eddie crunch through the underbrush. What do you do? Um, shh, everybody. I think the trees are going to kill us. <laughs> something coming. Uh, um, oh, quickly, God. defense positions. Which side of the wagon are they on? Uh, uh, they would be... Uh, I picture it... Uh, the way they describe it, there's uh, an embankment, so there's like a high cliff area to, let's say, your left, and then all of the trees and thickets and everything are on your right, going all the way up. Okay. So Xavier's going to say to everyone... Look to the right of the wagon. The left okay. is probably safe. Alright, my boy Thogan's gonna pull out his great axe and just uh, stand there looking off to the right. Well, first, sorry, first of all, he's gonna put his hands out and do like the L thing to, so he knows which one's left and which one's right. <laughs> and then he's gonna look to the right <laughs> and pull out his axe. Uh, Xavier's gonna... Equip his halberd. All right, and that all right. Uh, Rebecca does point out a night uh, a good thing. Cousin Eddie, the cousin Eddie the Goblin looks like Randy Quake now. That is canon. <laughs> it has been said on the podcast, and it is now officially canon. Is he the only Goblin we can see? Uh, well, they've all kind of hit him. You just heard him, you know, just like okay. c- crashing through and breaking all kinds of sticks. And you hear them like, I'm sorry, Mom, Mom, you know, Mom really wanted him to get out of the house today. He's been driving her up the wall. Shut up, shut up. They can hear us. All right, Are they so, saying like, this all in Goblin? Yeah, they're like. <laughs> so, yeah, Guys, all... I think we found the orgy. <laughs> Uh, so, like, uh, yeah, the goblins then all jump out of the thicket at you, and it is battle time. Here, can everyone just say what they got on initiative? Oh, yes, 18. Uh, Elias got 18. Uh, Ebenhart got 16. Seven. Uh, Xavier got a seven as well. Thogan got a six. Wait, and, the goblin, not- and the goblins collectively got 15. Oof. All right. Oh no, they should each have their own in their own initiative. No, it's they can pretty go common. Together. It's pretty common for a group initiative to go to um, a group uh, of okay. yeah uh, villains. I just I just myself do it individually on our roll twenty. When you're rocking like that, six that's... goblins, it's so much easier just to have them. I'll go exactly. Up. They each get a turn, but it's all at the same time. Okay, so so that means who's up first? I believe Elias is up first. Who has the eighteen? Shit, yes. that would be Elias. You're on the wrong side um, of the wagon still. Uh, or the right side. Who the fuck is? I'm going to step out from behind the wagon, so I guess use some of my speed, uh, and then I'm going to throw uh, my javelin. Uh, which goblin? Uh, the one that I'm closest to. So the one that's just past the, uh... Back of the wagon. Just past the back of the wagon. But I rolled a ten. And... 
goblin and goblin class uh, challenge is. Oh, that's not gonna hit. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't break through the. It doesn't break through his goblin armor. Oh, so I. So my javelin's name is Stanley Tucci. So I go to throw it and I go go. Tucci! And it just, it just, like, just sticks into the ground right in front of this goblin. And I go, I hate, I hate my leg. Oh, right. I see where this is going. Uh, And with that, uh, Kevin takes a step forward, which puts him immediately next to one of the archer goblins. Right? Yeah. And then I am going to whip out my big black sword, which is uh, Stabby McStab face. And it's actually a black sword. It is a black sword. I paint it black on a regular oca- on a regular basis because the black always like comes off. So I have to keep painting more black on the damn thing because it keeps wearing off. So, but it is actually a black sword because I have a thing going on. I'm I'm dark and mysterious. So anyway I also oh, you, he just, he just, I he rolled just, a nine. Oh. The, go, uh, the goblin ducks, ducks behind you ducks as you're swinging your sword and he gives a little like the hand up to his face and does the wriggling fingers and speaking of which, it is the goblins' turn now. How many and goblins are there? Is that five? There are of them? only no. This guy is for turn order. Okay. So he's he he doesn't matter. He's okay, he's off. Gotcha. He's he's, he's a place he older. doesn't exist exactly. So uh, we've got so we've got two warriors and two archers, and uh, this one down here is going to be cousin Eddie. And Jim's gonna be the Jim's gonna be this archer, and then the other two nameless ones are up here at the top. And so this guy, nameless goblin number one, uh, sees what you tried to do to uh, hit his buddy Ebenhart, and comes at you with his scimitar. I believe is what goblins have as their weapons. Yep. He comes at you with his scimitar and rolls a 1d20. I was going to say, he rolled a 1. Yeah! How is that against your armor class, Ebonheart? My armor class is 13. So it just he just clanks against your armor. You take no damage. I'm going to give him a very disapproving look. Uh, next up, his archer buddy. Uh, he, I'm gonna have since he's an archer, I'm gonna have him pull out a dagger and try to st- and try to jank you. So he, so we'll do that macro. So we'll do that again. And he also hit. He doesn't even hit you with with an uh, uh, with that nine. He completely whiffs you. <laughs> he grumbles to himself and goblin. Uh, next up is Jim, and since he and he sees his buddy's 
screw up, so he's gonna he decides to tr- go pr- try and protect his. Wait, is it is it somebody? That's Logan. Okay, that's Logan. He he knows. Oh, yeah. He knows his cousin isn't the isn't uh, the brightest dude, so he kind of goes in to kind of separate people from him, and he will try to go. F- he will take a, his his dagger and go for you, Thogan. What was it? Yeah, let me do the quick. Oh, how's that against yeah. your AC? Yeah, that'll hit. That's a nineteen. <laughs> All right, and this. Stupid thing does not have daggers listed. So let me pull out. Isn't it just one d four? Yeah, I think I, daggers are a d four. Okay, yeah. so you'll take one. One d four. Oh! Ouch. So he'll just <laughs> right at you, and then at and the then ventures. and then little cousin Eddie down there at the bottom. Yeah, he does he, four damage. We, we did get better at that because buddy. he rolled four on the four. Yes, we have secret silent dice that we all see. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, digital dice. It, th- the magic of the future and roll twenty, and then cousin Eddie is just gonna go way off on his own and attack Elias. Elias. Oh no, shit. <laughs> Because like you attack me, I come at you. And he. To be fair, did you even <laughs> tell who he was throwing it at? Or are we not? Are we? That? Are we not doing phrasing? <laughs> okay, how's sixteen against? Oh, your I'm pretty sure that hits. Let me just double check. Um. I've got it on a class of 11, so that's yep. going to hit. That's going to hit. Ow. So, since, since he has a scimitar, it's plus, plus four to hit. Oh. Okay, and then that's 1d6 plus two slashing damage. All right. That's six damage. Oh, that hurts really bad. I'm down from nine hit points to three. Oh, my beautiful boy. Oh, oh, oh and and oh, cousin Eddie's really like, hurts. Ow! Why did you I do that? I did it! I did I did You see I, that? Ironically, I cousin Eddie, the dumb one, is the first to draw blood. Ow! Oh. I did good, Jim. I did the thing, Jim. All right. Next up in the order is Xavier Pip. Uh, that's oh. Plip. Plip. Yes. Uh, and Xavier <laughs> has a halberd, which means I have reach. So I don't even have to step up a square to attack goblin number one. All right. So I'm just going to roll my halberd. Oh, that's a nat 20. Natural 20. So it's going to do that automatically on the double damage, right? Yep. Click on the halberd in the chat. Nine plus two slashing damage. That is eleven. So eleven HP. Goblins have. You just massacred him. You didn't even need the extra two. That nine just. You take your halberd and you just jab it through to the other side. It just Oof. gores him like a pig, and you pull it back out, and the guy just falls to the ground dead. Uh, Evan Hart looks back at the group and he's 
He's like, guys, I don't think these are trees. (laughs) No shit. Looks at Ebonheart and kind of like shrugs like, these aren't so bad. (laughs) That was really cool, but (laughs) you can't see anything over the wagon and the horse. Xavier wants to shout to everyone. These guys are really easy to kill. Try to keep one alive. He's an ex-goblin. Breath of life, he rests in peace. If it hadn't been for the fact that he got stabbed in the face, he'd be pushed up the deep. And uh, Vicious Mockery. (laughs) Yay! So he's got to beat that wisdom save. A 14. And that's Cousin Eddie? Yeah, Cousin Eddie's got to beat a 14. Oh! Ooh. Boom! He takes out psychic damage. Four that psychic is... damage. All right. And okay. Oh, you hurt Get him! He hurt me. <laughs> and then I'm gonna move. Then Duke's gonna move up next to his beautiful boy. Ugh. And that's that's Duke's turn. All right. Next up, Thogan. So Thogan's gonna do that thing where he like sticks his fists out and he kind of like convulses and like he's just shaking his whole body and he says, "Nobody makes me bleed." <laughs> and then he's gonna swing Alex Alex Al Axander the Great at this goblin. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yes, nobody. Rolls an eighteen. That and nails it. Then eight and damage. He, and he's dead, Jim. Yeah. You killed Jim. Yeah, uh, Thogan's gonna turn you and be like, yeah, these guys are not hard at all. Jim, no! Xavier uh-huh. sees you, like, react to the not-hardness of it, and he's just like, yeah, like, right? We got this. Next up, Elias. He's gonna shrug and be like, I don't I don't know why it's so hard. Alright, I... Hold on. My microphone won't stay still. Um, so... So Duke has come over next to me. I look to him and go, "Hey, buddy, that really hurt. Uh, maybe you have any healing you could use maybe next time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just focus, bud. Focus up. Cool. And then I eldritch blast blast the motherfucker who just stabbed me. <laughs> All uh, right. Beam of crackling energy. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. Yeah. So I don't remember what my spell DC is that I guess he has to save exactly. against. It's in your uh, spell. Here, let me pull. It's 12. Okay, so he's going to have to roll a 12 to get past this. No, you got to make a ranged spell attack. So isn't that like a uh, you roll a d20 and then add your spell attack bonus? It's not a spell save. Mm. Yeah. Don't know. I've never rolled a magic user before, so I'm very, very uncertain. Uh, let me try something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to do that. Um, you can just type, uh, like forward slash roll one d twenty plus whatever your spell attack bonus is. It's d twenty plus. Uh, intelligence, I think, because what kind of magic user are you? A warlock. Warlock? I think that's intelligence, right? And then uh, proficiency. That is charisma. Okay, so it's 1d20 so plus charisma plus proficiency. Yeah, so that's four. 22. 
Woo! Um. All right. And unless uh, the goblin gnats it, he has no way he survives. No, it's so, not a save. He just gets oh, hit because it's an attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then that's te- and yeah. then roll one d10 force damage. Four. Uh. Oh yes. Yeah, so Eddie's Four dead. Oh. Eddie's <sighs> dead, and he's blown all the way back to the like he to like I, I'll say here. Nice. So you just. <laughs> So, sorry, as you have as much damage as me, and he gets blown away. Well, he vicious mockeried Eddie before for four damage. So uh, he was already feeling bad about himself. Exactly, he, he was already <laughs> halfway in the bag. All right, and that leaves one goblin left. So. Your party gathers around the goblin, kind of like intimidating him, thinking, "Well, isn't it my turn?" Yeah, it's Eben's turn. Oh yeah, it's Eben Hart. So, uh, what do you? So yeah, what? But I'm um, trying to introduce our final character. Uh, well, I am going to uh, hold my sword high above my head, look down meanly at him, and then bring it down right over his head and stop. And I'm doing intimidation, so... Do you have to roll anything to make sure you actually stop? Nah, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm flatting the blade, so even if I missed, I just thunk him on the head. Okay. Hey, you got those, got those Samurai Jack skills. And uh, so I rolled a 16, and as I bring it down right up next to him, I'm like, you did see that we've just murdered all of your friends, right? Are you sure you want to keep going, or can we stop this now? Uh, he countered your intimidation. It's like you think you think we're this is us, this is all of us. We're just the raiding party. We just came to loot your wagon and head back to the hideout. There's way more of us waiting for you. And as he is, you know, trying to let's. I mean, he's freaked out, but he's trying to be like. Yeah, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you guys. And then suddenly, mysterious figure. Um, I don't know what what cast a, a thing. Do a thing, Carol. Oh. <laughs> I smack this mofo upside the head with my quarterstaff. And that's a oh crap! How does uh, attack of its uh, opportunity go? Mm-hmm. That's just if someone's like moving away from you. Or yeah, yeah. You mean like a sneak attack? Or yes, a surprise attack. It's like advantage, isn't it? I think there's a bonus to it. Actually, it's a damage. That's bonus. what I'm saying. I, please tell me you're doing this non-lethal. I really want to talk to one of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's for this mysterious stranger to know. <laughs> I'll try. I mean, you can just say um, that it's non-lethal. It's non-lethal. I hit yeah, him. Yeah, you just, you just, if there's anything listening to pretend wizards has taught me, has taught me, it's that you just have to scream non-lethal as <laughs> you're stabbing him in the face. <laughs> I'm hitting you non-lethally. I'm bludgeoning you non-lethally. Uh, unfortunately, that 14 just barely hits his uh, uh, armor class. So it's like, ow! What is that for? And suddenly, 
a mysterious new player has entered the ring. Okay, but the goblin got no damage? No, because it's just under his armor class. That's why okay. I was wondering if uh, yeah. the that her attack could either get like advantage or some kind of bonus. Hey, I rolled yeah, a I 20! Mean... There you go. <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, wait, when you roll yeah, four times. So yeah. I rolled a 14. Okay. Um, so then it's the goblin's turn, right? Uh, yeah, and he's like... Can I... So, can no, I move away from this, from this goblin? Well, no, what's going to happen is... Oh, wait, 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 wait. She would have advantage because we're flanking the goblin. Oh, that's okay. a flank. Yeah, that's actually, true. she would. That's and my her, So her. what was your second roll? Uh... Ignore that one. Because <laughs> no, now she has advantage, so now so she has advantage now. now. So it's okay. Roll it now. Now that we know you have advantage. Damn it! Uh. It's still not enough. With Let's that, come yeah, up with another reason that she has like super double secret advantage. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nineteen. There, there we go. Perfect. Nineteen. 19. 19. Nineteen. Oh yeah. Nine, yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, I, okay. I use my government skills. <laughs> through through the magic of bureaucracy, she managed to roll a nineteen and 19. knock this goblin down to the ground. Uh, also, roll for damage. Oh, okay. Non-lethal. Subdual. Twelve. Wait. That's, that's not no, your attack. No, okay. Just, just, yeah. What do I do? Which so one? Like, you I got it. We got it. Yeah. Three bludgeoning damage. So yeah, you t- took out half his hit points All right, right there. Uh, and so, who is this mysterious new player? Um, I don't care. Let's get back on the wagon and move out. But the goblin said that there were wait a, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, you stop right there, Mister. Which one of you is Kevin Buttercup? friendly neighborhood DM John Bailey and I wanted to thank you for listening. We also wanted to thank Fake Problems for the use of their song 5678 off the album Real Ghosts Caught on Tape that's our theme music. You should definitely check them out. We are proudly hosted by the Gumby Cat Podcast Network and we recommend you check out some of their other fine programming. If you like our nonsense, don't forget to let other people know by giving us a five-star rating on your podcast provider and sharing us on your various social media platforms. The best and really only way our audience can grow is by spreading the word of Tragic Missile. Thanks once again for listening, and until next time, just remember, we have no idea what we're doing. Well, if I don't make it to-